Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Big story today in the El Segundo Times. Not sure why it's a big story, which is why we're going to pick on it. Because it it, it offends their woke sensibilities. That's why. Beverly Hills is always watching you with thousands of cameras, and the city isn't done. That's the headline that the headline writer chose to use on the Internet version of this story by Libor Janney, who's a staff writer we've never encountered before. That's a guy. Well, he what Libor? Libor is a guy. It, it says he. All right. Well, Libor was assigned this big task to go to Beverly Hills and figure out why in the world would they install even more security cameras in public. It starts like this. Travel along Wilshire Boulevard in Beverly Hills and digital eyes follow you. The same goes for Olympic Boulevard and Rodeo Drive and more. Oh, the horrors. Could you imagine? Wait. You're driving around Beverly Hills and there's security cameras following you. And you mean oh, they have a camera at one this intersection? This is for the paranoid, isn't it? They have they have a camera at one intersection, and then they have a camera at the other intersection, and then and then I have another camera at another intersection. Oh, can I ask a question? Did an a hole like this ever get upset when all the damn red light cameras were in there? 
not just watching <laughs> no. us, but also recording our violations so they can find us. I never saw any complaint stories in the El Segundo Times about the damn red light cameras. No, Did you? No. Never saw one. Bet you will find. Oh, because that was about safety. Well, this is two. Bet you will find 12, 12 editorials praising the new red light camera system. Sure, we need more of them. Yeah. All right. Uh, for years, the Los Angeles Enclave, synonymous with exclusivity and privilege. Ah, here it is. Oh, wow. We're not allowed to is. be exclusive. Second paragraph, yeah. right? What are, you, what are you people doing making money and being successful, huh? How what? dare you try to guard your wealth with cameras to catch the bad guys? Uh, What's wrong with you? Well, you don't want your stuff stolen? Really? Come on, let them in. They've been building a network of surveillance cameras that today covers much of its bustling shopping district in many residential areas. I will pause here to tell you one quick story. Last summer, my sister and her family came to visit and uh, we went to, uh, to Beverly Hills and we parked in one of the parking garages, came back and there was a ticket because the friend of mine we rode with, no front license plates. There you go. They can't track you if you don't have a front license plate now, can and they? We immediately said the same thing. It's like, well, that's how much security they have in this town. Hey, Someone has time to walk around the parking garages and cite people for so no front license plate. This idiot, Libor Janey, really has the nerve to write this article after Jacqueline Avant got blasted away in her own house. Oh, you, apples and oranges. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. Remember, remember in the it's first It's not thing, like home invaders are running in downtown Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, it's not like jewelry stores are getting smashed in with gangs yeah. of uh, five and ten uh, robbers at a time. Oh, and they were clear on this last year when this started to happen. They weren't going to put up with this. They were going to get more cops on the streets. They were going to install more cameras. Yeah. They, don't, they don't do what L.A. does, and no. they're smart for it. There's no homeless on the street. There right. is no homeless in the parks. That's right. Nothing. That's right. They they do send ambassadors in. The city has about 2,000 closed-circuit cameras. Oh, here's another stat. Nearly one for every 17 residents. You like the way they stick that ratio in? Like, it really matters. But what does it matter? To make you feel like there's so... I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't understand what, what, what the ratio to residents matter. You, you have the cameras in areas where you have to protect... And identify. But he does yeah. mention cameras it, that snap photos of drivers going through red lights. He does put it in there. Although, do they still enforce that? I didn't think LA there was County any judges, left. LA County judges were not enforcing the red light camera That's laws. like five years ago. Are they? Some of these, I think, are some of the LA ones I noticed are just dead. They don't do anything. The, the signs are still there, but I don't think their red light cameras are really operational. They, they have drones. They have devices that read license plates, uh -huh. check them against law enforcement databases. They find unregistered plates, stolen vehicles. Well, that's what you, you expect to happen in a civilized world. No, this is fascist. Beverly Hills is surrounded. This is Big Brother watching you night and day. What's Good. wrong with Beverly Hills? Be you, what you have is uh, Beverly Hills is almost entirely surrounded surrounded by a, a city that is completely non-functional. Los Angeles does not function as a modern, normal city That's anymore. That's a good point. They always have to be on guard, right. don't they? Because there's so many entry points from Los Angeles, and Garcetti doesn't care about all the criminals. He doesn't care about all the gangs. He calls the police killers. He doesn't care about the homeless people and, 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 and the drugs. So imagine that. It's like imagine you live... In a, in an uh, an apartment, and the rest of the apartment building are gang members. That's that's what Beverly Hills is. That's what you have to deal with. Yeah, right? uh, they talked to the assistant city manager Nancy Hunt Hyphen Coffee, 
who said there's a five-year proposal to spend $14 million for an additional 900 cameras. The ultimate goal? Ubiquitous coverage, she said. It seems proudly she said that. <laughs> I'd like that they don't back down, that they don't feel self-conscious in any oh, way. He's probably it's asking like, me this because it seems like too much. Nah, ubiquitous coverage. Yeah. We want yeah. the cameras everywhere to tell the thieves, uh-uh, not happening here. Because at least we've got some surveillance yep. on you. We might be able to find you. Listen to this. And then it mentions, yeah, it's 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 illustrative of how this city combats robberies, thefts, and other crimes targeting luxury stores and wealthy people. So, in Libor Janey's idea, this is a controversial idea. Should the city not defend itself against gangs and thieves and criminals? And by the way, there are some very middle class, ordinary tourists who walk around Beverly Hills who could also be subject to a, a robbery. I realize they drive by and looking to see if you have a $300,000 watch on your wrist. That does happen. But, but yeah, why shouldn't someone be able to protect themselves? I, and the city of Beverly Hills wants to help them protect themselves against street crime. Why not? What's wrong with that? <laughs> oh, if, if wealthy people, the only one that can afford the cameras, then no one should have the cameras because hey, you know, we all you have know to what? be equal. LA's got billions of tax money coming in. They could spend it on cameras if they want. Nobody's stopping them. Yeah. All right, the Beverly Hills people are paying taxes to the government, and the government spending it on something that's really useful, so that their stores don't get busted into, so their homes don't get busted into, and people get shot, and killed, like Jacqueline Avant. So now you know it's the El Segundo Times. When halfway through the story, here comes the race angle. Will Beverly Hills use all this surveillance to single out Black and Latino people for arrest and criminal charges? Civil libertarians don't trust them to use the cameras hey. in an unbiased way. Look, I, I don't like continuous surveillance. I, I, don't, I just don't like the, the idea of that, that you just can't walk freely and not be tracked by somebody. But I don't have a better answer when you have a city like Los Angeles that doesn't, uh, put, put, uh, doesn't charge criminals with crimes. Yeah, everybody's or, released. Or the, no bail. Or the no state consequences. Of the state of California doesn't sentence and imprison them for long periods. So what else is a city supposed to do? You've created this, this wild west, this lawless zone. So the Beverly Hills is doing what they can. Yep. They have 60 cameras per 1,000 residents. That's... One of the most surveilled cities in the world, along with London and, oh, Beijing. See? Mm. Oh, they dragged the communists into this. Oh, they like Beijing's uh, anti-COVID policies, though. Uh, they, 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 that's <laughs> fine. Ta tackling people in the streets, dragging them to in, in, uh, in car. In, uh, what do you call those? Internment camps. COVID <laughs> internment camps. <laughs> Forcing uh, vaccines on them. That's okay for the L.A. Times. So most of the rest of the article is whether or not this is going to target people of color. Just because Beverly Hills, as John pointed out, doesn't want to turn into L.A. being overridden with criminals. And, of course, L.A. not only has uh, a lack of surveillance cameras compared to most major cities, right? But uh, what did we find out recently? Oh, that was – what was the story with the surveillance camera? Well, that was, oh, that was New York, the subway. They were all off. Right? Yeah. They well, uh, they should be targeting the whoever's committing the crimes. And the surveillance camera – see, this is what's really cool about the surveillance cameras. It shows you exactly who committed the crimes. Yeah. So we don't have to have a debate over who the police are, are going after or not going after or unfairly targeting. or Now you know exactly who you need to target. You, you have their face. You have their car, you have their license plate, 
You have a series of uh, video or photos which show you which, which direction they're going. If they come back to town, you can match them a second time. This eliminates all the biases and the discrimination. In fact, the police chief, uh, Mark Stainbrook, said the cameras have helped solve dozens of crimes, including the murder of Jacqueline Avant and yeah. the overdose death of a billionaire's son. Detectives use city cameras to stitch together the suspect's movements. See, how about that? Right. So that's the thing. They get a, the police chief to say, hey, this has been a wildly successful program. And the next thing that this uh, Libor Janey writes, uh, but he hasn't always shared the council's breathless enthusiasm for adding more cameras. Right. <laughs> See, it becomes breathless enthusiasm. Well, and what do they say? We got 2,000 in Beverly Hills? Yeah. So once you have 2,000, what does it matter if you have 3,000? All right. You know what? what, what is, Unlike what? you, I don't even think about it anymore. It doesn't bother me. I know the surveillance cameras anytime I go into public. It's yeah. Likely. I, so, you you know, you you just got to stop dropping your pants in public. That's all. Yeah. Every once in a while, I might look up and wave when I see one on the ceiling. <laughs> I used to do that in Vegas because the casinos, they're everywhere. Yeah. Surveillance cameras. Not in the bathrooms, I hope. But... Well. <laughs> By the way, Stainbrook is floating the idea of building an intelligence center where the feeds from cameras, drones, and automated license plate readers could be monitored in real time by private security contractors. See, they don't have enough cops or civilian employees right. to monitor the live feed, so they have to just look at it later and they have to call it up. But he's hoping for and, something even more state-of-the-art. And one thing Steinberg said is, because of like people watch too much stupid television, like CSI, jurors don't want to convict unless there's video evidence. Oh. Imagine how crazy that is. Well, I don't know. I mean, I watch TV every night. I mean, I watch every variation of the CSI, and they always have video evidence. I say, like, all right, moron. There was a ridiculous Fine. We'll, we'll show. Put, we'll put 2,000 cameras in the city, so you always, have, you always have video evidence. CBS had a show. I don't know if either one of you heard of it. Person of Interest? Either one of you? I've heard of the title. I have heard that. It went off the air, but it was on for like five years. I watched it, and that thing that I just talked about, Essential Intelligence, what basically it became a monster in the show, but it was using surveillance cameras and technology and computer algorithms to kind of keep track of everything and everybody, and it could make moves and do things. It was kind of like the nightmare that some of these people predict could happen. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI. You know, when uh, Mayor Yoga Pants was first elected and became mayor of Los Angeles in 2013, one of the things he ran on in his big campaign against his opponent. Wendy Gruel was, he was going to clean up the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power. In fact, the big union at LEDWP supported Gruel over Garcetti. So he seemed to make it a point that he was going to do something about horrible LEDWP. So he hires this guy by the name of David Wright in 2016 to take over DWP. The reason we're talking about it is that Mr. Wright this afternoon just got six years in prison in a corruption case. <laughs> Nice pick. <laughs> We've talked about well, this case for some time well, wait, now. Wait, another city official going to prison? I wow. Yes. Uh, There's gonna be, they're gonna have to build a whole wing on a on the prison just to accommodate city officials. Uh, his scam was to persuade the LADWB board back in 2017 to give a 30 million dollar no bid contract. To a company, and then he didn't tell the board that that company had secretly agreed to hire Wright 
when he stepped down from LADWP at a million dollars a year. And it's always fun to get this. A Mercedes-Benz. They threw in a luxury car. <laughs> Once you retire from the utility, you come to work for us. We'll pay you a million a year and we'll get you a nice luxury car. He never got the million dollars a year or the luxury car because this whole thing fell apart on him. And eventually yeah. the whole corruption case, they charged him uh, with bribery. Now he's going to get a luxury jail cell. He's going. Yes, he did plead guilty to one count of bribery. And this afternoon, a federal judge sentenced him to six years. Prosecutors wanted eight years. Defense wanted just two years. Uh, I'd say the judge leaned a little closer to uh, the prosecutors. He's also going to be on three years of probation after he serves his time in prison. Now, the thing about this, we're waiting to see if there's still more coming in this scandal. This all deals with this lawyer. His name is Paul Paradis who uh, was a New York attorney. And he came in, and what do you know? He worked for Mike Fuhrer's office. Mike Fuhrer's the Los Angeles yeah. City attorney. Fuhrer hired He's running for mayor. He's got uh, 2%. Yeah, I know. I don't think he's going to be <laughs> he's running running, much He's running very slowly for mayor. <laughs> and, um, uh, apparently, this Paradis, uh, he really went to work because he's the one that ended up not only working for the city attorney's office on litigation from that terrible billing system they had where a bunch of ratepayers sued. But he also was representing the ratepayers. So what he did was he founded an attorney in Ohio to take over representing the ratepayers, and they worked out a deal where Paradis got a pile of money. Legal fees, right? But looks like he was dealing on the side, too, by meeting with the DWP executive, David Wright, to try to get himself... Uh, an exclusive deal he, he, with LADWP for his company. You know, the stuff they did was really blatant. They had no fear. I, I'm. A, I, how much goes on? Apparently, this must there must be a lot of this going on because it doesn't seem like they tried very hard to be to subtle conceal. about it. Yeah. I mean, they stole a lot of money. They had a pretty straightforward deal. You know, Paradise came and hired another attorney, and they said, "Okay, I'll represent the city. You present the ratepayers. We'll come up with a settlement, and we'll uh, we'll skim off a big chunk off the top and split it." Right. And they didn't think, "Well, how are we going to make sure nobody figures this out?" You know, how we what if, what if there's an investigation? And then he's got this side deal going on with David Wright. I mean, what these guys? I mean, how many, how much of this goes on? And how do they know they can do this? Who did they learn from, right? They all must have had some kind of blueprint. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I know what to do here. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Right, because if somebody came to me with some kind of racket like that, my reaction would be, well, who does this? How do you know you can get away with this? But they know they can get away with this most of the time. I forgot. How did they get caught? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember that. There was some – I think there was a tip that maybe uh, that yeah. contract was uh, a little bit questionable. Well, remember it that it says in March 2019, there was growing public attention on the uh, Aventador contract and questions about the city attorney's actions in the billing litigation scam, too. And look at this, right? Like right out of a spy novel, apparently they uh, Wright and this uh, parodies feared their relationship would be discovered. And Wright said, destroy all of your incriminating text messages and emails. And then they met at a downtown L.A. cafe where the lawyer Paradis left a paper bag with a white phone and a burner phone for David Wright to use. (laughs) 
Well, eventually he sits down with federal investigators in June of 2019. This is David Wright. But he tried to deny that he had any future interest in this company, Aventador, which is the one that was going to make him a million-dollar CEO. They, then they deny it, executive. which ends up being more crimes because now you're lying to law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they actually put all their business in writing in their texts and emails. Wow. Yeah, I guess you're right. They I'm, should have just met in person every time and made sure they weren't being recorded. No, I'm trying to I'm trying to understand the mindset of all these people that are not afraid of getting caught, not afraid of leaving a record behind, not right. afraid of lying to investigators. Yeah. Like, what kind of uh, arrogance do you have to possess? You actually think you're smarter, and and you're sure that you know everything you need to know. Like, one good way to go through life is be always be aware that there are things you don't know. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what you don't know. Don't ever think you've got everything down and accounted so, for. What we don't know is whether or not this whole thing is over. We do have a couple of other people involved in this DWP corruption who are awaiting sentencing. But are there going to be even more arrests? Mike Fuhrer. Uh, well, that would he, be one that's on the table. He'd sure. be the next one up the ladder. Yep. Yep. All right. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. You intend to die by a jury of your peers? Your electricity shall not have passed through your body until you are dead. And now, an update from the John and Ken execution desk. Here's John and Ken. John Cobelt and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, we are at the execution desk for the execution that apparently is not going to happen this week. I had mentioned last week as Texas executed an inmate. I think he was a cop killer. That was late last week. It was their first of 2022. They had another one scheduled for this week. It was going to be Wednesday. And of significance, it was going to be a woman. You know, since women have accounted for only 3.6% of the more than 16,000 confirmed executions in the U.S., Dating back to the colonial period, the you know, 1600s. Well, you know, I think that's uh, that's a disproportionate attack on men, is it not? That would appear to be it's sexist. Don't you think that women should be 51% of the executions to match their uh, percentage of the population? You're right. What's the opposite word to misogynist? You used to know this word. Uh, misandrist. Well, what is it again? A misandrist. Okay. That means you're a man-hater. Okay, and we have. You a, don't hear that one come up often. We have a man. No, because uh, it's okay to hate men. Yeah, women don't think of themselves as being man haters, or if they are, they think it's cool. But Since, here, clearly, clearly, there's a, there's a lack of proportionality. This is discrimination. This is uh, sexism against men. That you only three percent of women are among the executed. Since the U.S. Supreme Court reinstated the death penalty in 1976, there have been 17 women executed throughout the nation. Texas, of course, has put more women to death, six, than any other state. They don't even arrest women for murder. But guess who killed the last woman? Trump. Oh, yeah, one of the federal executions. Yeah, Lisa Montgomery of Kansas received yeah. a lethal injection in January 2021. That was right when Trump was leaving. He did it all, didn't he? <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, remember, he was executing people left and right right before he left yeah, office. Yeah, he was. He went on a spree. Uh, well, the, the, the execution is not, probably not going to happen. In fact, we may even see clemency. Uh, I'm always suspect when celebrities, Kardashians, oh, for God's step sakes. forward. 
Yeah, I know. She, you know, she woke up one morning, this Kim Kardashian, and uh, she had the inflatable bubble butt uh, and decided she was she was a legal expert. And she, somehow she got into Trump's office. I, I don't know what went on there. Well, she helped get a woman released from prison who was in for a long term on well, drug what, charges. Remember what, that? Case? What did she do to help? Most people agree that was a good thing, though. But but what did she, what does she do when people say, "Oh, Kim Kardashian helped"? What's the help? What's coming out of her brain that isn't coming out of? Well, I think uh, Trump credited her though. For well, that. what do you think Trump was after here? She was a federal. In- <laughs> <laughs> Remember that picture where they were? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think why, he was why, smiling, but why, they weren't. It was why, weird looking. Why do you think? Why do you think Trump invited uh, Kim Kardashian into the office to probe her legal mind? Well, the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals has granted a request by this woman. Her name is Melissa Lucio for a stay of execution, so they can review her claims that new evidence would exonerate her. This story goes back to 2007. Melissa Lucio, get ready for this, is a mother of 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 14, and she's had many of them uh, taken from her custody. Yep, and it was her two-year-old daughter, a girl, a little girl by the name of Mariah, who died in 2007, and eventually the jury voted uh, that the mother killed her, that it was child abuse. But there have been a lot of claims in these intervening years that, and I know this sounds made up, that the child may have fallen down some steep stairs. And got a brain injury, which eventually resulted in well, her death. That sounds like some kind of neglect, huh? Murderous uh, neglect? A two-year-old would fall down the... Well, I'm Yeah, just, but I, not death penalty neglect. I'm just saying, it's 14 kids she's had. I'm sure there were multiple fathers, and she's had uh, a number of them taken from her custody, which means she was neglectful or abusive. So I, you know, I, I don't understand the sympathy for this woman here. Well, Seems they like think she's... there should be a new trial because there was supposed to be experts testifying that it could very well be that the child did fall down steep stairs and got a brain injury. They were not allowed at the trial. All the jury got was what is supposedly, I know we've heard this before, a coerced conv- uh, confession mm-hmm. by Lucio. Uh, would, would you, uh, could you be coerced into uh, saying that you uh, killed a family member when you didn't? Probably, I would say no. I mean, we're talking but, about in America. We're not talking about in, uh, in say, you know, in in Saudi Arabia, Russia, Russia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm not taking sides. I wasn't there. I don't know. I'm just saying there seems to be like a knee jerk run to uh, defend her, protect her, and I'm saying, well, wait, wait a second here. This this is not a good woman, or this is not a mentally stable woman at the very least. Well, uh, half of the jurors who sentenced her to death now think there should be a new trial. They become aware of this new information and new evidence and think that maybe if they had this back when she was on trial, they would not have sentenced her to death. That's something. Half the jury. Uh, The new evidence shows that Mariah's injuries, including a blow to the head, were caused by a fall down a steep staircase. And there are now a bunch of Republican, Republican Texans who think maybe we oughtn't rush and murder this woman. Maybe we ought to take another look at the case. So this one's a little different. It does have Kim Kardashian involved. Uh, oh, Amanda Knox. Wow, the American was convicted oh. of murdering a British student in, yeah, that, in Italy, but the conviction was overturned as involved. Yeah, that loon bag. 
Wow, forgot about that name. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking at the kind of people this case is attracting. She has a clemency application before the Texas Board of Pardons and Paroles are going to consider her case. But right now they have stayed her execution pending a look at the uh, the evidence. I, I'm not saying that she didn't murder her daughter, too. I mean, God, look at the cases we have here with the two little boys. Remember Gabriel Fernandez and Anthony Avalos and the mothers were involved in their deaths. Sometimes people are reluctant to believe that a mother would kill their own child versus just an evil it, father or stepfather well, or boyfriend. Or... No, it's they cover up all the mother uh, deaths. Right. Be clear, it's a disproportionate uh, prosecution of men. I don't know how anybody could uh, could see otherwise. And there's this nugget, Armando Villalobos. He was the county DA when this woman was convicted, and apparently. He was trying to help his re-election bid. You might say, well, that sounds like a... Well, in 2014, he got 13 years in federal prison for a bribery scheme related to offering favorable prosecutorial decisions. So look mm. at that. He was, he was corrupt. And he had a sale going on. <laughs> Pay up and we'll get a conviction. All right, we got, uh, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken. Hey, coming up this Saturday, if you're an L.A. County registered voter and you have not yet signed the petition to recall D.A. George Gascon from office. What's wrong with you? Okay. That aside, at every city hall in the county, there's going to be a petition signing event for you to go to. I could read the list and start with the A's. Should I? Oh, no, don't. Well, I think there's, isn't there like 88 uh, cities in uh, L.A. County? Yeah, but I don't know if they all have city halls. Mm, right. So let me see. I, Some of them are incorporated in many. cities. This list looks at least 30, 40 cities long. But anyway, you'd have to go to their website to find your specific city hall. But it is going to happen on Saturday, April 30th uh, in a window that begins at, uh, let's see here, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. There will be somebody there with the George Gascon petitions at the city halls throughout Los Angeles County. So you go to recalldageorgegascon.com, and I'm sure the event they're calling it the Super Saturday Petition Signing Event is up there. So they can't make it any easier for you. No matter where you live in the county, you make your way to a city hall, you'll find the petitions. This is one of my favorite weird stories from over the weekend. You know, the real estate market's pretty hot, right? Not just in California, but around the country. I'm not sure why. We just don't seem to have enough homes or what, people are more interested in buying homes or is it, or is it speculators and uh, corporations that are buying them all? I don't know. But a house in Fairfax, Virginia, wasn't on the market very long. It is a five-bedroom, four-bathroom house that sold for $805,000. It closed less than a week after it was listed. And the reason it's getting attention is because there was a clause in the purchase agreement there's a stranger living in the basement, and you'll just have to put up with that. <laughs> now, who would buy a home where you knew that there's a stranger living in the basement? Somebody who thinks they can uh, get them out. Well, the seller was an old man who was ill, and he offered his basement dweller a place to stay three years ago because she cleaned his home and convinced him she needed a place to stay. So he offered her the basement. She went there and never left. And she does not pay rent. The agent said that the man's family was hoping to sell the home before he died because he didn't have a will. 
and they didn't have the money to hire a lawyer to work on the eviction. So a neighbor told a TV station that a woman and her daughter live in the basement. The listing describes the lower level as a walkout basement with a legal bedroom, full bath, storage, and large living area. Uh, the home itself was built in 1964. And the last time it sold, it was it sold for about $300,000. That was 1997, but now it's sold for over $800,000. And apparently the home needs work. It's got some real... Well, I, I've read that all, all around the country for the last two years as people were uh, impulsively moving and fleeti- fleeing COVID states and dictatorial states that uh, people were buying homes sight unseen by the thousands. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of New Yorkers did that. I read yeah. stories of them. They just wanted to go. Like, oh, there's a house in Vermont. I want it. You could look online and they have one of those uh, like 360 video views of the rooms. It's like, fine, that's good enough. Could you imagine doing that? I couldn't. Um. Yeah, I could under certain certain circumstances. I don't know. The way once you've seen a house in pictures or video, you've you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what you what you want is that... the uh, the inspection report to see if it has uh, you know termites or rats or something. That that's the part where sales get hung up. Yeah, on. those are all fraudulent. But you know, I. Well, to get a squatter's right in Virginia. You have to live in a place for 15 years and not hide the fact that you're living there. So it doesn't sound like this woman will have squatter's rights because she's been down there for several years, but not 15 years. So, well, that's why I, probably I the buyer her out. And, and as I mentioned, she has her own kind of entrance. It's not like she walks up to the middle of your living room to get out. Uh, of the the house. buyer probably thinks uh, I, I, I can get a lawyer and get her out because she's got a legal right to be there. I mean, this is not California. In California, you'd have a real problem. Because oh if you're yeah. if you live in somebody's house for a day, you know you've got legal rights to uh, to to your room. And it looks like you're right because according to one realtor, the inventory of homes in Northern Virginia is so limited that people look at a price like eight hundred thousand dollars and decide I want that. Well, and they don't care about the person in the basement. No, you know, and the problem is partly practical. If you can buy it like that day for the eight hundred thousand without seeing it, you'll get the house. But if you take the time to fly there or you, you want to take a tour of 17 different houses, within 24 hours, and I've run into this. I told you the other day we've looked at a few homes. You get two dozen bids on every house now. Two dozen bids. No wow. exaggeration. So either you buy it right away or you're, you're fighting 23 other people. And that's only going to cost you a lot more money if you want to outlast the rest of them. So right. I, I kind of get it. When we come back, you may have heard about this. Three Southern California sheriffs got together in Chino, and they attacked the state legislature and wokeism. Coming up next. John and Ken Show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation, and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. 
This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 